From the Oklahoma Department of Career and Technology Education, this is Career Tech Conversations. I'm Blaine Singletary. Many people right now are in a state of transition. They're coming back to the office after working from home, returning to some semblance of normal after COVID. Even our podcast has undergone a name change and overhaul. Career Tech itself is also in a state of transition. The search for a new state director is on. And while that's taking place, it's essential to have someone to keep things moving smoothly. The person picked for that job is Lee Denny. Serving in the State House of Representatives for 12 years, two of them as Speaker Pro Tem, Lee Denny was a staunch advocate for the career tech system in Oklahoma. In February of this year, she accepted a more direct supporting role, the role of Interim State Director. Now, a few months after that appointment, Russell Ray, Career Tech's Director of Communications and Marketing, sat down with her for this conversation. Dr. Lee Denny, thank you so much for making time today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. You uh, spent 12 years in the Oklahoma legislature as a state lawmaker. You were a big supporter for uh, education in general and specifically Oklahoma uh, Career Tech. Uh, since becoming uh, interim director of Oklahoma Career Tech, what, what has stood out for you? What have uh, you learned about uh, the Career Tech system and the uh, people who work here? Oh, wow. That's that's such a great question because I've learned that uh, the career tech staff and the, the teachers and everyone has a holistic view of how we should take care of students. Not only do they want to prepare them for uh, the workforce, prepare them for jobs when they when they get on their way, but they also have an undergirding to help them with anything they need financially, anything they need uh, as far as counseling goes, uh, anything is maybe just the bare necessities of food, housing, and clothing. Yeah. Now, now you were hired as interim director, and you've been clear from day one. Uh, you're not interested in the permanent uh, position. Uh, as interim uh, director, how do you see your role as interim director, and, and what is it exactly you want to achieve uh, as interim? Oh, that's a great question. I've been asked that so many times by <laughs> my friends. Why are you doing this? Uh, but actually, um, it's a unique opportunity to work with a state agency as they're coming out of COVID. And so many of us have been at home, sheltering in place so we don't get this virus, and um, not being able to interface with our colleagues, and also not being interface with, being able to interface with the public. And so it's an, it's an opportunity to bring back the culture that uh, Oklahoma Career Tech is known for, and try to get us working together again, try to get us uh, talking face-to-face -face instead of through all those emails and Zoom calls that we've had so many <laughs> of. And so um, I actually think that is my role just to fill in a gap here while they search for a director and I understand they're looking nationally and I hope they find somebody that can give a, a new vision a new innovation to what we already know is such a great agency and our tech centers are doing wonderful work but also give it some longevity. Well, as you know, interest in, in career tech uh, training programs has grown tremendously uh, over the years. Enrollments remain high. Uh, uh, career tech programs are increasing in popularity nationwide. Uh, how would you describe or how would you explain the increasing popularity and interest in uh, career tech uh, programs throughout the state? 
Well, for one thing, I think we also always have to work that it is career tech now and not votech. I still have people say, I, I tell them I'm the interim direct, state director at uh, career tech, and they go, oh, the votech system. So uh, we're so much more. I think that was our legacy. Uh, the history of, of the facilities, of the agency is, uh, we did t teach technical skills, but we do so much more. And we reach that student that K-12 just doesn't fit. And that student that wants to work with their hands, that student that wants maybe more advanced math, maybe engineering, um, that wants more high tech. Um, our schools are kind of hamstrung as far as they don't have a lot of the technology toys we have. And um, these students know what's at our career tech centers and they, they want that experience. So that's one reason that um, the interest has stayed high. But also I have to say our instructors at our technical centers, um, they um, work hard with students, they, they form bonds, they actually become mentors to our students. And these students are starving for that type of relationship and it, it actually helps them mature into great adults that have jobs. Yeah, and, and your answer there kind of ties into my next question. You recently uh, wrote a column uh, about breaking down silos uh, in, uh, in education. Uh, exactly how is uh, Career Tech breaking down the state's educational silos? You know, that, that's a great question. Thank you so much. Um, you know, Career Tech stands in the gap between K-12 and higher ed, and it fills that gap with everything that we're offering students. It gives them a chance to maybe take a year off between high school and college if they're college bound and, and learn a skill, uh, get a certificate, a job that they can do while they also go to college and maybe reduce their college debt. But it also provides kids certifications that if that's what, that's what the field they want to be in, that's where they want to stop, they can get that certification and then get right to work. So we feel that gap to me between K-12 and higher ed. But also beyond that, a lot of our programs are in K-12 schools. We, we aren't just in our technical centers. And so we interface with high schools all the way. And then we also interface with our um, higher ed friends. We um, prepare kids for higher ed. We get them ready to go. And um, just a lot of our programs interface with higher ed. You know, breaking down silos, uh, overcoming those barriers, is, is it's pretty much the tenant the whole philosophy behind the uh, career tech uh, system. That's what we're, uh, I think, designed to do. Exactly. That's what we're designed to do. And uh, every year we make more partnerships. Uh, we have partnerships with industry. We have partnerships with adult basic learning. We get those uh, individuals with their, either their GAD or their high set, and ha they have a high school equivalency exam under their belt, and then they're ready to go to work. And we interface with our skill centers. We can't forget that. Uh, helping uh, people who have served their time. They've paid their debt to society, but they need a way to make a, a living for their family. And we uh, encourage those individuals to get in our programs that just before they're released, and then they have a, a high-paying job that can support their family when they get out. And for all those reasons that you just uh, mentioned, uh, Oklahoma is regularly uh, recognized as having one of the best uh, career tech systems uh, in the nation. Uh, why does Oklahoma's career tech system, you think, stand out from the rest of, of the states? What are we doing differently that, uh, than some of the other states across the nation? Yes, exactly. Uh, I think it's the vision of the, the men and women that brought career tech to Oklahoma that, that started us down the road of not only working with uh, 
secondary students, but also working with adults. A lot of states have wonderful career tech programs in their two-year colleges around the country. But ours, we've, we've designed these specialty tech, technology centers that encompass several school districts. We bring uh, kids really actually starting in the 10th grade, 11th grade and 12th grade to get certification, start down a skill that they love, uh, occupation that they're excited about, excited to go to work in, and then we also extend it beyond high school to, to uh, post-secondary. And the one thing so many cre uh, technology centers do is the child that says, well, no, I think I'll go to college. I won't go to a tech center, and then doesn't have such a good first semester, and it finds out it's not for them. Uh, they don't like their classes. They may have even not done well because first time with a little bit of freedom. Most of our tech schools offer a free year to come back and uh, to a tech center free of cost, tuition free, and get more certification. You know, being a pioneer in education really isn't new to Oklahoma Career Tech. It, it really dates back to 1968 when mm -hmm. when Oklahoma Career Tech became an independent state agency under uh, Francis Tuttle back in 1968. And uh, the system here in Oklahoma has really stood out uh, ever since then. And I was alive back then. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember those discussions because in my area had one of the first three uh, career tech centers. So I remember the excitement and that it was new. And it was then just skills, uh, plumbing, uh, HVAC, construction, things such as that. And so you're going, oh, well, that's an interesting concept. It, I was only in high school, though. I wasn't that old. <laughs> uh, but I do remember the concept of... Uh, did it seem in the like state. a pioneering spirit back then? It actually then? did, because they were going to build a new structure um, in a town that was 10 miles from my home, and they were going to bring students from all over to go. And fortunately, when it actually arrived on the campus in Drumright, I was in my senior year of high school. So I was never able to attend, but it was a novel concept. It was very a very exciting time, and um, it to see the new schools pop up because we were all going to schools that were built in the 40s and 50s and it was a beautiful structure and it's been in rural Oklahoma it's really been a, an educational opportunity for kids from schools where the class sizes may be 10 to 25. It's been a great opportunity for those kids. When we return, Lee Denny shares her thoughts about the Career Tech student organizations and the other ways Career Tech delivers valuable experiences to its students. We also talk about the ways it helps and often attracts businesses to the state. You're listening to Career Tech Conversations. You've been learning since forever. Making, trying, figuring some things out. Why stop? Keep learning in a place with not as much this as this. And you do it for that rush, that spark, that moment. Yeah, that one. And that reward. It's your future, and it starts here at Oklahoma Career Tech. Visit us at poweredbyokcareertech.com to learn more.
a lot of people recognize the name FFA and uh, FCCLA. Uh, these are student organizations, but a lot of people don't really understand or recognize that these are career tech uh, programs. And here in Oklahoma, more than 92,000 Oklahoma students are members of the state's seven career tech student organizations, uh, FFA, DECA, FCCLA, uh, BPA, and others. Uh, uh, what do you think students uh, get out from participating in CTO, CTSOs across the state? Well, I think it was brilliant when they decided these student organizations should be co-curricular and that if you were in the curriculum for that discipline, then you're also going to be part of the student organization. What it does is it teaches kids professionalism. Um, you know, kids that come, may come from broken homes, even kids that come from two-parent homes that they're so busy they haven't taught them even table manners. Um, these kids learn how to dress. They get to have a say in their, in their uniforms. Uh, they learn leadership skills. They learn um, how to, I mean, even how to write thank you notes or the importance of writing thank you notes. Maybe not so much how to, but the importance of writing thank, thank you notes and being grateful. And then the, the best part is they also are encouraged to run for a state office and even a national office. And I always think Oklahoma is a great place to live. I wouldn't live anywhere else. But getting out and meeting people from other states and other cultures enriches you so much as a person. And, and, and you grow through those experiences. Mm -hmm. Now, here in Oklahoma, career tech is pretty significant in the state's efforts uh, to develop its, uh, its workforce, uh, perhaps much more so in this state than, than other states. Uh, uh, how important is, uh, is career tech to the state's overall effort uh, to develop and retain a skilled workforce uh, here in Oklahoma? It's of paramount importance to the state. Uh, it, it's, an, it's a huge economic driver. And the thing about career tech that's so important in this area is that, for instance, we've just come through COVID and we've all seen uh, the nurses who have served so diligently, but they're tired and they're looking at other professions. So we're seeing a shortage in nurses. So instead of uh, maybe putting out more... Um, I don't know, uh, office managers this year, career tech will turn their focus on putting out more nurses. And we are the pipeline to so many health careers because we start these kids in high school. We pique their interest in, in our different high school programs, and then we're the pipeline for them to do more either in the tech centers as practical nursing, or they can go on to college and be a, a registered nurse or a BSN. Yeah, it really seems like career tech is in almost every discussion when it comes to developing, training a workforce here in the state, and in almost every discussion in recruiting companies uh, to the state. And that's something you probably don't see in other, other states Absolutely. elsewhere. Absolutely. They want to know that we're in their area and that we're available for their workforce training if they bring workers in or workers that they hire. They want to know that they have a place they can train those workers. What do you want uh, people uh, to know, uh, people here in Oklahoma to know uh, about career tech and, and what it can do for, uh, for Oklahoma students and businesses in general? Well, I think we're one of the best kept secrets to most people in this state, mainly because we have an aging population. And like me, it wasn't here when we were there. But I think uh, that we want to know that we want the people to know that our career tech systems are open for business. Uh, we're, we're taking students of all ages, almost. Uh, maybe not toddlers, but students from all ages, we have something for them. Um, the other thing, our superintendents are so generous with their facilities. Anytime 
you know, you need a big meeting place or something, they offer their facilities. Uh, if you need workforce training, if you have someone in your organization that is really smart but needs a GED, we have adult basic uh, learning that we can get them their GED. We, we can cover something for everyone in this state. Our short-term courses, which I personally love, so those are the ones I have taken in Career Tech. Um, safety training for all sorts of industries. You know, oil and gas and agriculture are our big economic drivers, and the safety training we do in both of those fields is so important uh, for, for our workforce. Um, if we don't have a vibrant workforce, and if we don't, aren't able to diversify our economy, we're not going to succeed as a state. And so it's very important that um, we are a standalone educational institution, and it's very important that we stay that way. And I say that because, um, because of our facilities and a lot of things we do, I think we attract a lot of attention that people wonder how we're funded and stuff. But we're funded like every other school. We work off ad valorem and then funding from the state. And um, we're just a newer entity, and so that's why we might look a, li a bit more shiny than, than other traditional schools. But... But we're here, and uh, we have something for everyone. That's what I want people to know. And access, access what you have in your areas. Yeah, and that standalone part, that's what I think stands out as being special mm -hmm. and, and unique about Oklahoma Career Tech. Absolutely. Well, Lee, thank you so much uh, for your time today. I appreciate it. Uh, I've learned a lot. I think our listeners have uh, learned a lot as well. Thank you so much, Lee. Thank for, you so much. For Thanks Oklahoma, for having me. You bet. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> for Oklahoma Career Tech, I'm Russell Ray. Thanks again for listening to this Career Tech Conversation. We hope you've enjoyed it and that you'll share it with someone who would also enjoy it. With this being our first episode back, it's important now more than ever for you, dear listener, to spread the word. If you know someone who's wanted to learn more about career tech, then this episode would be the perfect primer for that topic. So share this episode from whatever platform you're listening on and leave us a good review while you're there, too. This is only the beginning. We plan to bring you many more conversations on a regular basis featuring voices inside and out of the agency. You will also be able to find video versions of many of our conversations on our YouTube channel at OK Career Tech. That's all from us for now. I'm Blaine Singletary, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.